point where we decide how to start a podcast and we don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. This is where we start a podcast and no idea. Yeah, no, no idea. <laughs> all, all I know is your hair is looking phenomenal. I don't know if it's still in that state, but the other day it's, it was phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's in a glorious state pretty much at all times. <laughs> uh, we'll get on to that in a minute. For now, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Wargamers Anonymous. Thank you very much for tuning in to this episode. Episode number 11? Uh, it might be 11, I think. I think it's 11. One, I think the last one was 10. Well, if it's not episode 11, uh, leave us a comment down below. Tell us what episode it is. I think it's episode 11. Welcome, regardless. Thanks very much for joining us. If you enjoy the podcast and want to help us grow, uh, leave us a like, leave us a review, subscribe to us on YouTube or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts, and share us out with your nerd friends on all the various social medias. Um, it's me, Josh, from The Pickle Jar, and I'm joined, as always, by my esteemed... Superstar, uh, mm. virus-free mm. co-host, Elston from Elstonation. <laughs> I no longer have COVID and my voice is back to normal, although I do miss, I do miss the really deep voice. And um, I, as uh, Luke was telling me, he uh, he said I, it was getting him wet. So uh, I think every now and again, I'm going to have to just get ill for the podcast because oh, <laughs> if I can hit down into that register again. Yeah, we'll it is a it. thing where they talk about suffering for your art, <laughs> right? <laughs> Elston's taking that to eleven. I'm just um, gonna stick my head in like all kinds of disease-ridden places just to uh, for you and your ear holes. Yeah. So how how are you then? How how have you been since the last time we recorded? Because obviously the last time we recorded, you were very ill. Mm. Um, you were a bit under the weather. Um, what have you been up to? What have you been doing? Uh, I I uh, <laughs> wait. Get, Everyone, brace yourself. This next statement's going to go down in history. I have been fapping all week with my wow stick. Brilliant. <laughs> I can't uh, wait. I can't wait for this joke to be done. <laughs> it's going to be a thing. Uh, so yeah, I am a lot better. Well, I say I'm a lot better. COVID's got a really like long-lasting effect. It's a bugger of a like thing i've had like an intermittent cough which just sneaks up out of nowhere you can be fine for hours and then all of a sudden you really need to cough and it's like one of those retching coughs which you have to get something out and i'm just like where did that come from um and it, 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 it sucks it sucks the energy out of you it's been very lethargic uh for a good like week or so um so i'm on, on the upside of it now so i'm getting my energy back uh but yeah i have been working on my um my fapping which is uh yeah finish all projects just so if anyone wasn't sure what fap means finish all projects that's exactly what it means nothing else no yeah don't look at the urban dictionary yeah don't google fapping um <laughs> uh but also heresy 2.0 has landed um i have built all of my new stuff already i am in wow. pr priming all of my new stuff and everyone is sitting there looking at me going i like even my friends my friends which paint a lot and the people i put myself on par with are looking at me now going 
no, you're in another category, mate. So to the point where they were talking in a conversation and they were saying, yeah, like who who's actually going to finish and paint their army in like a couple of weeks or something like that? And I'm like, I am in the room, you know? And they're like, no, you're no longer included in conversations like this. You are something <laughs> else. Disregard yourself from any talk like this for, for future notice. So I am now, even my friends are excluding me from normal people. That like you, you are nominally... You are not included. We appreciate your company, but you are not included anymore. You are something else. That, that must be nice. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting concept as well, because I can walk around in smug mode on a royal degree. If anything <laughs> they say about people not painting, I'm like, doesn't apply to me. I'm God status. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I've been, I've been painting heresy. I've been priming all my other stuff. Um, I really wanted to get a video done but I, uh, COVID has just kind of sucked the energy out of me to get it done. However, uh, my man cave video should be on the way soon, as soon as I can kind of build up I feel up like this is like uh, an ongoing joke. It's like Jiblinski <laughs> Games, this. <laughs> uh, yeah, the joke is going to be in the video as well, because uh, I do understand it's an ongoing, like this video should have been out like six months ago, to be fair. Yeah, I'm going to say you've been in the new man cave for... <laughs> The, yeah, all oh, this year yeah like, like and and some of last year yeah yeah um, and i feel like every week it's like oh, the, the man cave video it's coming soon <laughs> like, and then every next week it's like sorry guys no man cave video yeah, this week yeah Pe I, pewdiepie stole my chair yeah <laughs> i've got a, i've got a conundrum because i paint so much i want to get to a stage where i can actually like film the desk with nothing on it but that never happens and i'm like hmm Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what, what, other than other than priming uh, some bits and pieces and, and working on videos and relaxing what else have you been up to this week you went to a, a concert didn't you, didn't you? <gasps> oh yeah so um thursday thursday i went to see ramstein and oh my god all right anyone that's never never seen ramstein uh it's a german metal band um i've loved them for a long time and they are, are they are probably one of the people if you want to see a good stage show they are up there with the greats of all time they are they put on such a phenomenal show there's so much pyrotechnics to the point where i can equivocally and justifiably say they hands down beat iron maiden in a stage show they wow. rival acdc uh they beat metallica um, every single like Ozzy Osbourne, like all of them, Ramstein for an actual stage show for a visual like experience and everything. Well, not even just visual. Like there's an experience with everything that happens because there's so much pyrotechnics and everything going on. They are phenomenal. They are an experience and a half. So yeah, I did that, and it's the first time I've been out to a monstrous gig like that in a long time, and I forgot how much i love it so uh yeah it's been good i did not appreciate the drive out of cardiff though that took two and a half <laughs> hours to get out of a city and then they shut all the motorways on the way home so it sucked uh apart from that i'm good how about yourself pickle what you been up to i don't know why i did that accent but <laughs> that was a weird accent uh, this week uh what have i been up to the last couple of weeks i uh, finished filming my uh video that i did for the atlantis troll um, that, went, that went out the other day. Your hair in that is absolutely phenomenal. It's like increased your head size by about 
twice or three well, my, times. My head, my head is the same size. It's just that it's, it's because. So, like, I tell you what happened. Basically, I sat and sort of went. I've been. I used to. I used to grow my hair and have it all different, like colors, all different styles. I had like mohawk. I had it. I used to like put effort into how I looked, mm-hmm. um, both in terms of like clothes, hair, like all that sort of stuff when I was younger. And then like as like, years have gone on and like I've I've still kept up like done stuff with my hair. Um and then since I started growing it out, pretty much like since COVID, um I, I decided to grow it out and then it got to a point where it was long and I was like, this is the longest I've ever had my hair. I'm gonna keep growing it. <laughs> and that's what I did. And then a few weeks ago I just sort of sat and realized do you know what? I don't have a hairstyle anymore. My hair is just, I have long hair and yeah, that's it. Tie back. I don't, yeah. I've not had it like styled or trimmed or like, like anything done to it. And I just tie it up and that's it. And I can't wear it down because it was like the same length all over. So like <laughs> I couldn't wear it down cause it just got in the way. Like, yeah. so I had a quick look online at a few, uh, images, um, and picked one. Um, just full full disclosure. I went to my hairdresser. Yes, I have my own hairdresser. Um, I went to my hairdresser and said, "I want to look like a cross between uh, Billy from Stranger Things and Eddie from Stranger Things." <laughs> I was going to say it was a Stranger Things influenced haircut, right? It absolutely was, and it's not because I've just spent uh, like the last couple of weeks rewatching the entirety of Stranger Things in preparation for. <laughs> The new episodes yesterday. No, nothing to do with that. Um, so I went, she did it, um, and I love it. I, it's absolutely fantastic. I can do loads of different things with it now as well. Um, like flick. I am. I can. I can just style it in different ways. Like if I, if I, if I, you know, if I'm feeling lazy and I can't be able to do, I can just brush it and it looks fine. Mm. I can put products in it and like add the curl and stuff. I can straighten it if I want to go down that route. Although that takes a bit more time. I can blow dry it. Like there's loads of stuff I can do. I have. Almost as a joke, but then I think people took me seriously. Um, I said on my Discord that, because I got that many questions about my hair in the comments on my latest video, <laughs> that I would, I am adding it as a goal on my Patreon. Uh, if <laughs> if we hit £100 on my Patreon, I'm going to do a hairstyling video. Um, yes. So there you I, go, incentive. I, I, <laughs> I want to see that video just because I, I'm really curious at how much you had to like zoom out to get your head in shot for your most recent video. Because it was like, usually your head's kind of there. And I was like, his head is much larger now. He must have had to zoom back a bit to get that in. It yeah, is, I, just put, I had to put a shorter lens on, definitely. It, it is glorious. Um, thank you, thank you. So, so a lot of the last two weeks has basically been me looking at myself in the mirror going, <laughs> I look amazing. Um, I'm really happy. Um so the, the, I've had that going on. Um, yeah, I finished my troll video. Mm-hmm. That went out. That's doing good. If you're not seeing that yet, we'll put a link down below. Yeah, um, go watch it. Go and watch it. Um, I'm really happy with that. I'm really happy with how the troll like turned out and stuff. It's it's such a cool model. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one that's going to go on my shelf and sort of tip pride of place. Um, what else have I been working on? Uh, a couple of the bits. I went to Warmer World. Uh, this Monday just gone. I went with uh, my best friend Liam, who runs our local GW, and uh, with Luke from work, obviously from Geek Gaming. <laughs> um, we went, I played a game of Age of Sigmar against uh, Liam. He took his Blood Knights. I took my Orcs. I got absolutely trounced. <laughs> I had like a really, really good first turn, because uh, yeah. basically he didn't have any ranged attacks 
Um, and I had a squad of nine Manskewer Bolt Boys, right. um, which are horrible. Um, so I had a really, really good first turn, and then it sort of went downhill from there as soon as he got into combat. Um, Blood Knight vampires it, in combat. Yeah. I think I could have played it a bit smarter, but to be honest, he just he just outplayed me. He did a really good job. Yeah, uh, so we did enough. that. We went around the gallery. We had uh, lunch in Bugman's. Notice mm-hmm. how I said lunch there, because uh, lunch. I cater to all the Southern <laughs> audience. Um, so yeah, we had, we had food at Bugman's. Uh, I picked myself up uh, a model, because you can't go to Warmer World and not pick yourself up. Uh, some sort of Sylvania. Uh, so I picked up the uh, the new uh, star player for the Skaven Blood Bowl team. Oh, cool. The Creek, cool. uh, the Verminator Rust Gouger. Oh, cool. Um, he's, he's the one with like the ball and chain cyborg eyes. Yeah, that yeah, one? yeah. Nice. That's the one. It's such a cool model. Uh, and I figured because I've finally started painting the last. Uh, star player that I got from my uh, Skaven team, which I got three years ago. Because uh, <laughs> I finally started painting that, I should treat myself to get a new one that's just unpainted to go on my shelf. Yeah, three years' time, that yeah, one. Yeah, three years' paint. time, I'll paint that one. Um, <laughs> so I got that when we went to Warhammer Worlds. The rest of this week, I have pretty much just been, um, yeah, working. Mm-hmm. Um, steady, steady working. Um, as I, I briefly mentioned a minute ago, I did launch my new Patreon um, mm-hmm. for my for my channel. Um, I've been running around about doing that for a while. Finally launched that. Um, there's details in videos and on my Discord about that. I'm not going to shield that here, but we did that, and that was quite exciting. Nice. And then uh, yesterday, I nipped to my local Warhammer store, mm-hmm. and so. When I started doing uh, Age of Sigmar, I said, and I can remember saying this, I'm just doing one army. (laughs) (laughs) You can see where where this is going already. (laughs) I said, I'm just doing one army. I'm going to do my uh, Swampy Orcs, and that's it. I'll just stick with them because 40k is my main game, and I've got like three slash four armies for that already. Something tickled Um, you, didn't it? Well... I have always loved Skaven. Mm. I think that they are really, really cool. I love the aesthetic. They've mm. got like bright green, glowy rocks. I mean, what what's not to love? Mm. So, Skaven recently got a new battle term. Mm. Uh, they've got a new... It's not a start collecting box. What's it called? Like a Vanguard box or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, now, <laughs> I am going to do a Skaven army. Da, da, um, da. <laughs> I know, shock. <laughs> everyone, everyone is sat shocked at that reveal. Um, but I didn't, I didn't pick up the Vanguard kit or anything. I think it's my birthday in like a month's time, so I'm going to sort of put go that forward. As go a, to Murfield. Oh yeah, go Murfield as well. Yeah. Um, but I did go to my local Warhammer store yesterday, and I picked up the uh, the War Scroll cards because. Mm-hmm. Once they're gone, you'll not be able to get them because they're mm-hmm. only doing them for like a limited time. Yeah. So I picked up the Skaven cards and I also picked up a character, the uh, Warlock Bomb Bombardier. Uh, bomb- bombardier. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted to call it Bombardier then. <laughs> Bombo. <laughs> uh, it's basically it's the Skaven with like a big missile launcher thing that is playing like a guitar. Nice. Um, yeah. Cool. So I picked them up yesterday just as sort of like a. I wanted something to paint that Skaven. Because you yeah. know, obviously, I've, I've only got like star players for Blood Bowl teams that are yeah. not getting painted. So why yeah. not add to that? Um, and I want to get the cards because I know that I'm going to do the army. Um, so I'll pick up the uh, battle term probably next month. Um, and and, and yeah, that's my 
I say it's my next big project. It will be at some point. My next big project is still Star Wars. Um, have you, how have you got on with that? Have you done anything with that yet? How much have I done the last time you asked me? Um, you done Obi Wan, and that's this week's update. <laughs> um, <laughs> and when is I've, this supposed to be finished by? It's well, I I don't have an actual like <laughs> deadline for it. Right. So here's the thing. The plan was. I was going to get the troll video done and edited, all that painted, get it all finished. And then that would be going out. Um, I mean, it had gone out around the same sort of time towards the end of, of June. Um, it maybe would have gone out a few days earlier, but that's when it was going out. And that would have given me um, a good, like I'd, I'd hoped to have finished getting this one done and edited by the middle of last month. Mm-hmm. So basically, it would have given me a month to work on Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I'll i be honest, I've been in a bit of a slump um, Fair enough. the last the last couple of weeks. Um, I had the video all filmed basically for two weeks and just kept putting off editing it. I think part of it was because of the heat. Mm-hmm. It like really threw me off. I don't deal well with heat. Yeah. Um, so that really threw me off. I didn't want to be sat at my desk or... You know, sat editing. I just wanted. I was literally just trying to stay as cool as possible. I've also like to be. Like, I'm really happy with how the video turned out, but I did struggle a little bit with it. Um, mm-hmm. This is a little, little bit of a peek behind the curtain. Um, sometimes, most of the time, when I film a video, I know what the video is going to be about, uh, and I'll film like the painting, the building, whatever, and I know what the video is going to be about, as in what what the focus is. Yeah, yeah. With this one, I'd filmed it with one idea in mind, and then when I tried doing the voiceover and the talking head for it. It, I just re- I couldn't get across what I was trying to talk about and explain uh, yeah, to the point where I, I felt that. like you. Yeah, um, I know that feeling. You just like like where is this going? Yeah, literally, <laughs> I I, st- I stopped filming and I'm like, I've just filmed forty minutes of talking and none of it makes any sense. Um, oh, try and edit those ones down as a, like a tangible thing. It's really yeah, it's interesting, but it's but that's it. A so lot I just work. went. I looked at it and went. None of this makes sense. And I think, to be honest, I think the topic that I was trying to talk about, it is, it's probably one that I'm going to have to do a script for. Um, Mm -hmm. Recently, I've been trying to uh, just stick off script a bit and just be a bit more uh, free-flowing with it. It does have Um, you a little bit more time and makes it a bit more natural if you can do it without a script, but like have talking points. But, yeah, uh, well, that, that's that's more. It. I don't, I don't like script word for word. It is generally just sort of bullet points uh, to keep me on track more than anything. Um, but I, I was trying to talk about um, like painting styles mm-hmm. and how to find your own style rather than just trying to imitate others and yeah. like what benefits it has if you do paint in your own style. Now. I think the reason I struggled is because that's quite a broad topic and it's right. it's kind of hard to quantify. Yeah. Um, so it is something I do want to do at some point because I do think that there will there is a benefit in talking about it and hopefully encouraging people to try different things. Um, but I ended up going with the uh, intimidation aspect for painting larger models and why you don't always need to worry too much about them instead i mean um, the, the painting styles one that's uh like it's kind of ripe for a collab to be honest with you because then you get the perspective of someone else and their style and stuff mm-hmm. right um i like don't get me wrong i'm like everyone has the style and yeah you could talk about it but i think 
that might lean well into having perspectives from others. So the, 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 basically, what I was going to do is a brief... I mean, if I end up doing this video at some point, I'm completely ruining it here. But I was basically <laughs> going to talk a little bit about um, styles and different techniques and stuff in the beginning for a few minutes. And then I was just going to talk through me painting this troll and mm. how it reflects my personal style and how I found what my style was and how like the road that I took to get to where I am now. Yeah. Um, from like how I used to paint to how I paint now. And because I think that's the only way you can do it. You can't really tell other people because you don't know what, what their style is or how they paint or what their circumstances are. But you can mm. talk about your own experiences and hopefully people can then look at that and go, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically with, with Star Wars Legion, I've got nothing done. I did do a little bit of building. I got some stuff done, uh, but basically I want to get everything built, everything painted. Um, ASAP. And do that. So I've got a couple of videos. I'm going to film at least one of them today because uh, it's, it's cooled down quite a lot. And I've got a couple of videos that I'm going to do because it's just because I've got sponsors booked in. Yeah. Um, so I need to make sure I'm getting stuff done for those. But uh, the Star Wars is is the next big thing that I want to do. It's my next big project. So I am looking forward to doing it. As I said, you have an Elston. You can use an <laughs> Elston. Like, I'm not coming all the way down to no, London. No, 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 no. I will be your batch painting massive army project guru on this one because I do it all the time. And there's, <laughs> there's just I, like this. Uh, this is this has been a video which I've been meaning to do for a long time, and it's I, there's so much to cover. It's really hard to condense it into a video because there's like weird little things that people like think are weird. But I, um, it's kind of the doctrine I speak to. I was like, if you're going to sit there and build something, and the goal is to sit there and build it, get on and build it. And they're like, okay. And I was like, stop talking to everyone else, get to work. And people are like, but, yeah, but I, I, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Every time you talk, you waste time. Every time you build, you don't waste time. <laughs> and it's like little things like that, because I zone into a proper manufacturer mode when I do it. So I cut loads of things out and, um, yeah, I, a video for another time, but yeah, we could we we could do a. Funny what we should look. do, what we should do, is you should come up here for a weekend, and we should just blitz it. We you could. bring your Star Wars stuff. I'll bring my Star Wars. stuff. Oh, I don't need to bring it. It's already here. But I'll have my Star Wars stuff, and we can get stuff built, painted, and have a game. Well, we could do. We could, we could potentially do that. It'd be that could be. I mean, I could possibly do it at Chilcon, and that might lead Ooh. into another video or podcast that will come up at some point in the future. But yeah, mm. I could see how much I can get done at Chilcon. Saying that, I'm not going to have as much time at Chilcon because I got loads of bloody guests. So you, the, yeah, I, you're I gotta, still going to be sat with us. I, yeah, I'm going to have to step out to like let people have the seats and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it'll be just get another seat. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that's basically what I've been working on, or more to the point, what I've not been working on. Um, mm. I've not done well. I've done a lot of painting. Most of it's been for work um, this week. I've got a few bits built. Uh, I've started painting my uh, noise marine, uh, oh, which cool. I was planning on doing for last month, but again, Fine. basically the second half of last month, I got nothing done. Mm. Um, using some of the turbo dark paint, I will put a picture up uh, for the. YouTube viewers, um, I'm really, really happy with how it. I mean, I've literally put a base coat on of the the, the color shift paint, but it's such a nice color. Nice. Um, I need to find an excuse to use it on more things because <laughs> it is very, very nice. Um, yeah, that's about it. So that's oh, what we've been working on this oh, week. Oh, there's one more thing which I have to mention as well because it's a little bit of a charity thing. Um, I have managed to uh, <laughs> uh, kind of 
annoy the Chapter Master Valrak community. Uh, so if anyone doesn't know Chapter Master Valrak, he's a YouTuber. Um, he got dared into painting up a Iron Warriors Horus Heresy box set because he's Imperial Fist guy and he hates Iron Warriors. Um, I've stepped in and sideswiped, and I told him I'd paint it up for him because he's doing it for charity. So uh some point in the near future, he's going to send me a box of Iron Warriors stuff to paint up for him, and then he's going to be raffling it off. So that was a little thing uh, as well. I had to mention as well, because I've got to can't start plugging it and building up the momentum. Yeah, yeah. Have so, you got a, is there like a link for it or anything yet? Uh, or? I, I, don't, I don't know yet. Uh, it's also very early days. He said it's going to be to the tail end of the year where it gets mm-hmm. done. So, uh, But I thought I'd let people know. So if you want to go check out Chapter Master Valrak, um, I'll be painting something up for him. And then I'll, the video will be come out from me and from him and yeah it'll tie in and they're gonna have a game and then auction off for charity and stuff like that so that's a do cool we know little what, um sorry do we know what uh charity is it's going to um i i think he was um he was looking into uh some he doesn't have a, he hasn't chosen the charity yet but he was looking into some kind of children in the uk help charity so mm-hmm. um i don't know the specific details yet but as i know more i will let people know so uh i'm this is kind of a pre pre-warning warm you up because yeah something's coming from that side of things yeah. so um, cool. as soon as we know more details then we'll we'll put it out on like right? the descriptions and stuff yeah main topic time yeah i think it's time for the main topic yeah um, so this week um we're going to be talking about uh it's a bit of a hot topic people do like to talk about this quite a lot um <laughs> so we're going to be talking about whether you should repaint old miniatures um so this can be uh, army projects that you've uh, an army that you've had for a long time uh, that you might want to repaint now that you've you've uh, leveled up uh, your <laughs> painting abilities uh, to use a phrase that elston hates yeah. um, uh, it can also be like one-off things that you enjoyed painting like you should you strip it and paint it again or just or reprime it and paint it again and uh, what are the benefits to not doing that and um, are there any benefits to doing that so i thought we'd talk about it um mm. so first off the bat elston have you ever repainted any old in either individual models or armies or anything like that of your own not like commission stuff that you've like had come in and stripped and repainted you know what honestly um it's only been very rare where I've needed something for an army and I've looked back at an old thing that I painted way, way, way back and I've gone, I could either fork out another 40 quid for another tank or I could take that thing and strip it down and repurpose it. It's very rare I do that though. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only done it a handful of times in my life. I, I actually... Pro- mainly i don't i i don't go back to work on things um i only add to existing things so if i feel that i'm not uh i haven't finished something or if i've uh, i feel like i want to practice something a bit more i can touch something up and make it a bit better then i'll go back to it again that's kind of rare that doesn't happen that often and the main reason why and this it's it sounds a little bit, um, I want to say a little bit heartless in, in, a, in a strange way, but there's so much other stuff to do that I don't look backwards that often. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I also have the mindset of, um, I I now paint things in batches so everything looks uniform, um, and I will go out of my way to <clears throat> accommodate that. So I will spend months building an army, priming it, and base coating it all at the same time so the entire thing looks uniform. And the main reason why I do that is uh, I did my Night Lords, my first Night Lords Legion for Horus Heresy. And uh, to use the phrase which you used is I was leveling up through that process. I was learning more about how to paint throughout the whole thing. And I could see throughout the Legion, it was a big, it was a big army. I could see myself getting better as a painter throughout the entire process. And you mm-hmm. look back at one unit and it's like, that looks nothing like that unit over there. And I, just, I, I looked through the whole thing and I had to sell the army in the end. Cause I was like, oh, this, this is incohesible. Now it's, it's all random to me. It's it doesn't follow the same kind of standard that I wanted to have the army at. Um, so yeah, I, I predominantly don't go back and I don't go back and strip them. I'm not saying that you shouldn't by all means, there is definitely a reason to go back, repaint. Um, me personally, I've just gotten to the stage where I will make sure everything works that way. The only other other times, as I said, is when I really need something and I will repurpose it. But a lot of the times, I won't strip the model. I will just see how good the paintwork is, like how thick it is, basically. Um, yeah. And if it's if it's not if it's thin enough, I will just paint straight over it. I'll just reprime it and go again, effectively, yeah. and then use kind of weathering to hide it up, hide the like areas where it's a bit. Um, and but yeah, the rest of it, I stripping is an, another step which I find wastes my time. And I'm like, if I can paint over this without having to strip it, then that's a lot of time saved. So I'll just paint straight over it. Um, I mean, I do the same thing uh, if when on the occasions where I'm painting over stuff like like second hand stuff. If it comes in and it's in a good condition, the paint is not like doped on or anything, mm-hmm. then yeah, I'll just I'll paint over it. If it's like if it comes in and you know it, you know you know the models that you need to strip. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll strip those. Yeah, um, yeah. I, sort of linking back to you, one of your more recent videos as well about stripping uh, stripping models yeah, and stuff. If you uh, would like to know how to strip models uh, really easily, regardless yeah. of whether they are plastic, metal, or resin, uh, click on the video link down below in the description or in the top corner if you're on YouTube. And, and if, that is my plug for my video. <laughs> and if you would like to learn how to strip, there are other videos on the internet, but they're probably not on YouTube. <laughs> no, probably not. I mean, there might be stripping oh, tutorials yeah, on maybe. YouTube. I don't know. I don't know. Um, don't Google it. Don't Google it, people. We'll get no, trouble. no, no. <laughs> uh, for me, um, in regards to repainting old stuff, um, it comes more down to where I want to spend my time mm-hmm. than any... So I guess it's like a similar thing to you, but also like a little bit different. Um, so for me, like I, I've got... Um, for example, I've got my Dark Eldar army, which I... That's what I did when I got back into 8th edition. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was painted up in a very quick paint scheme. Like it was designed to be to be painted fast rather than to be painted well. Like yep. it looks good on the table and all together and stuff, but individually, like it, it's very it's very quick and easy. And like, mm. there's nothing wrong with that. There's no. nothing wrong with that at all. But because since then, 
I have very much switched more to painting being the main part of my hobby rather than gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got some new uh, bits and pieces, like because that army is pretty much. I know you don't ever finish an army, but that army is. I've done pretty much all the stuff that I wanted to do for it. I've got loads of witch stuff. I've got loads of uh, cabal stuff. I've not bothered doing any of the coven stuff, like the hum- homunculi or anything like that, right? Because I'm not interested in that side of Dark Eldar. But I like enough. the other two. Yeah. So I've got pretty much all the stuff that I want to get. However, I have got uh, some incubi and a couple of characters to add um to that army Mm. now the thing is i painted that army uh when eighth edition came out right so how however many years ago that is like i have gotten a bit better by chance yeah i (laughs) have got a hell of a lot better at painting like since then and Mm. not just that i have like i've learned new techniques i've discovered new paints mm-hmm. um like for example like the turbo dark stuff i think would look absolutely amazing on dark eldar right um and i kind of want to repaint the army now mm. the problem is i'm kind of like i've already got all like everything ever like all my marvel stuff that i've got that i've not painted yet all my star wars legion stuff that i've got like extra necron stuff to add to that army which is kind of my my current army mm-hmm. um and loads of other random bits and pieces so i'm i'm kind of in the same camp as you i want to repaint it and i've got no issues with uh painting over that or stripping it repainting it and and completely like just doing it new yeah my issue is is that that's then an arm i mean i'm not using the army at the moment mm. i'm using my necrons when i do play 40k but yeah. I want to use my Dark Eldar army, and I'm per- I'm not using it because I'm not happy with the paint job because it right. doesn't reflect my abilities that I'm where I am now with painting. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to repaint it, but then I'm like, I've already painted all this once, and <laughs> if I'm painting that, it means I'm not painting something else. Yeah. And as soon as I start repainting it, I, the- I'm going to have to repaint all of it. Like, yep. Yep. Right. See, because that's that's the thing. You can't half-ass it. You, yeah. Like you've got to go at it as a project for the whole the army. Is- the issue that I've got is that I've got these incubi. I've got uh, Drezar, and I've got uh, what's the uh, the witch character Lilith. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got those that I need to paint. Oh, I said I need to paint. Want to paint for the army, and I really want to paint them because they are absolutely gorgeous models. The incubi are stunning. Drezar is amazing, hmm. but I don't want to paint them. Because I don't want to paint them in this so that they match the army because I'm not happy with that paint style. <laughs> but I yeah. also don't want to paint them in a new way because then that means I've definitely got to repaint the rest of the army. Yeah, you're, stu- you're so, stuck, stuck in a kind of like conundrum of like, if yeah. I paint them now, I either have to tone down or I have to bring the rest up. I think, I think the um, where I've sort of fallen on this is... I am going to repaint them mm. and it will be at a point where I don't have any big projects on. Right. Um, so I want to get a load of other stuff sort of done and out of the way. Cause at the moment they are a fully painted army. They're nice and it's done. They're there. Um, I do want to repaint them because I can make them look a hell of a lot better than they look now. And yeah, I, I just need to get some other stuff out of the way. Now on the flip side of that is, my salamanders. Mm-hmm. Okay. I started painting my salamanders uh, about the same sort of time. Um, mm. 
I started doing those, and they were they were always meant to be like not necessarily an army that I, I played with very often, but they were just more of a passion project. I've always liked salamanders as an army, as a chapter, um, and for me, like you know, it's fire and it's green. So, what's not to love? Mm-hmm. So I started working on those, and I started working on them when contrast paint came out. Um, so I've sort of developed my contrast painting technique since I started painting some of those. And there's a lot of those models that are painted that I was happy with at the time that I'm now not happy with. But with that, it, it, part of it is that I'm, I've am i progressed as a painter and I've improved as a painter. But the, the main part of it for me is that the army already doesn't match. Right. Um, so like I've got some stuff that I painted right at the start and then I've got some stuff that I painted recently. And the stuff that I painted recently or recently-ish, I, I'm not too displeased with like i can definitely do better now but i you know it's all right but the stuff that's earlier on looks way worse <laughs> but if i'm going to repaint it i'll probably repaint it all so i can do it all in one go and sort of you know and make sure it all matches now you've come to the conundrum that i have and i've come to the realization of and i now execute constantly where i'm like if i'm going to do the army I'm going to do it all in one go. And people get mm-hmm. mind boggled by that concept. But at the same time, as you're experiencing, if you do it bit by bit, it's going to look weird. This is the thing. And it's like, like with my Necrons, I can paint, like the stuff yeah. that I did when I first started painting my Necrons, I've definitely got better as a painter, but because of the style of the army and the look of the army, it doesn't really matter because mm. like, a good sort of 80% of my Necrons is sort of like dry brushing and washers for like the armor and stuff. It's only really the weapons that I have to put any time and effort into. Sure, sure. Um, And even those, like I I sort of, I found a nice easy way to get them looking really, really good. And I'm still happy with how that looks. So like my Necrons, like the only time, the only time I ever get any sort of twinge that I might want to repaint my Necrons is when I see a really cool color scheme. Yeah, um, like there's some really cool ones in the cabinet at Warmer World uh, that are done in like a, a dark blue with orange weaponry. Ooh. They look gorgeous. I mean, I, I really liked your white and purple one. Like I, that was like, that's yeah, a, that's a cool uh, scheme for that. But that's the thing. I got to do those, and I did them for a kill team. Mm-hmm. So like they're their own separate thing, and it was a nice opportunity to do a different color scheme. So that's something that we, we should mention. Like if you want to, if it's because you're not happy with the color scheme, but you don't want to repaint, you know. 4,000 points worth or whatever. Mm. Like, maybe just do a small second army or, like, a kill team or just or just do some stuff for fun. Like, just kitbash and convert some stuff and paint it just as one-off bits and pieces if to scratch that itch. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is definitely the... Maybe a, a, this, like a, a conversation you need to have with yourself is, why am I doing this? Because if it is mm. for an army, then... And you want it all to be uniform, then yeah, have a thing. But yeah, if it is just a uh, a case of you want to paint something, or you just want to finish off like a little bit, then you can just say, "Oh, these are part of a kill team that's attached to this army," or something like yeah. that. You, you can always make just make the bases the same, or something like that, and that that'll do the job. Um, but yeah, it, it's tricky, right? It's, uh, so it's the yeah the way that I look at it is. I will contemplate repainting armies. Like I've got no issues with that other than um like time commitment for mm-hmm. it. 
individual models like the, like the troll that i've just finished painting from atlantis um like busts that i've got or other like display models and, and one-off bits and pieces generally i won't repaint those even if i want to paint them again i will just buy a second one um mm-hmm. if i ever did want to to paint that again because individual models for me that's where i tend to put more time and effort because it's like a one-off piece it's more likely going to just be on display and I, I, that's where I sort of test my skill a bit more mm-hmm. and um, like try new things or, you know, just try and improve my paint in, in general. Um, like it happens naturally over the course of painting an army if you paint it like a normal person and not like Elston. <laughs> um, but like with a one-off piece, it's like it's one-off. So you're there, you do it, it's done. Mm-hmm. Now, I like to keep those and I don't tend to repaint them because I can then look through my shelves at all these various one-off pieces and display pieces and i can see the improvement like from piece to piece and that i think that is very important because if you're not in the habit of i mean most people do now but if you're not in the habit of taking photos for instagram or uh, social media or making youtube videos or whatever then having those models on your shelf is your that is your sort of memory well memory legacy legacy. yeah yeah yeah. um Yeah. Like that is that is you being able to look back at what you've done in the past and, and see how far you've come. Now, if you are, you know, if you're happy enough with just taking some photos, put them on Instagram, and then like a lot of people just sell stuff. I mean, yeah. I've sold quite a few bits and pieces that I'm like, you know, what, I'm never going to use it. It weren't a particular, you know, impressive yeah. model. It's just like a one random one-off thing. I'll just sell it because I don't need it, and it, I've painted it. I, I had fun painting it, and now it's done. It's gone. Um, so yeah, repainting miniatures, it's uh it's a, it's a weird it's a weird concept because it, well, for me as well, it yeah, I I've gone through the journey and I've I've arrived at a conclusion and now my mindset is this is the way it has to be done, which is a little bit draconian in its aspect, but I like to think I've taken a lot of things into account to do that because i don't want to have to go through the the elements of like you know this army looks half weird and half this and half that and stuff like that and even sometimes when you use the same paints it doesn't come out the same color for some reason Mm -hmm. or another and you're like i don't know why this is coming out different so hence why i go for that element but uh very much like yourself and this is where probably i have a um Maybe a bit of a disappointment. Um, I would say for myself, but in a in a weird element, I've become very machinist in the case of I do a project, then I move on, is I don't have a lot of my old minis anymore. They're gone. I've either sold them, they were part of an army or anything like that. So I don't have a lot of my old stuff to look back at to see where I've come from. Because you know, like some people are like, this is my first mini. And you're like, yeah. God, that's awful. I, I don't have that. Uh, it's gone. I have no idea where they are or what's happened to them. Um, but when when I've kind of I've got to this level where I'm churning out so much now that one mini from way 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 back when uh, it sounds very unromantic in element an element of like that was a mini I painted it it wasn't very good I got rid of it and I moved on to the next thing so I just kind of reflect on the most recent couple of years of what i can see um Mm -hmm. the the only real exceptions to that when i do um much like yourself when you do like one-offs and you put real effort into painting 
Um, I, this is why I like the Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff. Because everything's a one-off. Well, yeah, right? Everything. Yep. You just focus it. It's not batch painting. It's like you are forced to focus on this one mini, and that is your job. And that's why I love it, because every single character, you just pull a character out, and you're like, okay, this is my challenge for today. And it's really nice because they're all vibrant and there's like muscle tones and forms and stuff like that. And there's so much room to experiment in them that I, yeah, that's why I love that sort of stuff. But I mean, looking at my shelf right now, one of the main things which stands out is I've got the old Morgan Thorg, a blood bowl player. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I painted him up and I put loads of effort into him. And he's I'm like, I'm not going to get rid of that guy because I've, I, I've gone in and I've really put the effort in to mm-hmm. the point where I'm proud of it. And I'm like, it might not be Golden Demon Wimp, but I'm proud of that. And those are the ones I keep. The ones where I think they look shit. I'm like, <laughs> nah, no, I don't want to, I don't want to carry on looking at that. That's going to go. <laughs> so it's yoink. So yeet it out the door and it goes off to someone else to do something. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I dare use the word, I'm a bit savage with minis. If they don't live up to the kind of standard of being, yeah, you, you're good enough to stay, then I just, they, they're gone. They're not coming mm-hmm. back. Um, which is a bit sad because I can't see, uh, I don't see it. I mean, even some of my good paint jobs have gone because I got into commission painting. So I yeeted them out the door to make money as well. Um, but I guess in this, what photos, Instagram and everything like that is for is if you can, happily kind of disconnect you say i don't physically need it here anymore i've got the pictures for the memory then yeah sorry i'm going a little bit off topic of the repainting but in the elements of to bring it back to that is i I don't do it um personally anymore mainly for the factor of uh the project there's so many there's so many projects to do um it's nice to look back that's why i take photos but i don't need it in the house um yeah it can go off to someone else that will probably enjoy it a lot more than i will because i'm just churning out models left right and center um, yeah 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 it's a it's an interesting topic i mean I'm, I'm curious to see what other people um who listen to the podcast think about this because if you would like to comment or join in the discussion if you head over to the pickle jar discord uh there is a discussion podcast this there's like a whole set of channels where um you can talk about and uh, there is a discussions group form what what they call are they called channels in discord channels yeah all right yeah so there is a discussion one so i'm curious to what other people think about this because um obviously i'm i i would say i'm i'm at one end of the spectrum and i understand i'm kind of at that end of like this is the way i do it but i'm completely open to the fact that i am a weirdo (laughs) so everyone else may have their different opinions i'm really curious to see what people think and how much attachment they have towards their paint jobs and if they are uh if they're proud of their paint jobs or if they are uh I want to use the word ruthless, but I don't think ruthless is the correct term, but maybe brave enough to go, that's not good enough. Now I'm going to strip it down and I'm going to redo it because I'm now better than I was back then. And I don't need that memory anymore. I can, I can make a new memory. So I'm kind of curious to see what everyone else thinks about that. 
Yeah, it's definitely an interesting. Um, it's definitely an interesting topic, and I don't think there's any sort of one answer, even from right. each individual person. Because, like, like I've said, like I will repaint some stuff. Like I'm, I'm, I want to repaint armies and stuff because I, I want to do them better. Mm-hmm. Um, but like individual stuff, probably won't bother. And it, it comes down to time and mm-hmm. where do you want to spend your time? And that's not necessarily a question of repainting stuff. That's just a question of. Do you have hobby time? in general is yeah. like whenever you're doing any hobby, you have to pick something that you're going to paint, and if you're painting that, it means you're not painting something else. Um, I think the thing that goes through your head because it's repainting something, even if like, because I could go out and I could buy you know another raider, another ten warriors for my uh, dark eldar army, and I could paint them. Hmm. But if I repaint a raider and ten warriors and re like repaint them from the, my current army, it's like different in your head because yeah. in your head you're going, "I've already done these." Even though you could be, it's exactly the same models because it's not adding to. Yeah, like you're not you're not gaining anything. Yeah, it's just it's that you've got the same. It just looks different. I'm, um, I'm curious as well. The you mentioned something earlier is uh, about. Um, when you when you have time when you're not working on the next big thing, I've come to the conclusion that there is always the next big thing. There's always about mm-hmm. three or four big things on the lineup uh, to get to, and I don't think that ever ends. And it's hence- not that so right. So yeah, it's not that there's no other big projects oh, no, yeah. on hand. It's more. Um, it, it's when you get to a point where repainting an old army as a big project outweighs. <laughs> the other projects that you've got like that's what you want to do like yeah. more than because like at the moment like my next big i want to do a skaven army i want to repaint my dark eldar i want to repaint my salamanders um and i want to uh, get my hero quest box painted up nice out of all those they're all big projects and alongside that i've got like random one-off bits and pieces and things to do out of those big projects, the next one that I want to do is my Star Wars stuff. Okay. Now, after Star Wars, I don't know. Um, I will. It very much depends on how I feel after that. I mean, and the thing is, is I generally take a bit of a break between big projects. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'll risk getting burnt out. And that's True. why I do so many one-off random miniatures um, to sort of keep things interesting. So an, an interesting concept as well. Sorry, I'm dragging this one out a little bit. Again, it's... it's do you, like this is basically a little bit of the crux of it is will new nostalgia ever outweigh new shiny essentially because there's always new shinies coming along in there there's always new ideas for a new army and there do you, is do you ever think the the idea and the passion to go back to an old army which you've already repainted once would ever outweigh the concept of a new army. And I'm not you don't have to have an answer and everyone that's listening on this it's not there isn't an answer to this. I'm just it's a thought which I think is possibly there is the conundrum. I think that if I started repainting my Dark Eldar mm. as soon as I'd got one squad done, mm-hmm. that would then give me the excitement to, to, to paint paid. the rest and to get cracking with them because I'd be like, oh, look how good this looks. Yeah, yeah, like, right. I, when the entire army's done, they're going to look amazing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely think that 
that that would be the case. Now it's getting getting yourself motivated to do that first to set that first step and do that first model or first squad. Yeah, um, and I, I, that that's the point I think which. And that's the bit which I think I'm honing in on the most, to be fair. Because as soon as you get started, you're rolling. Effectively, that's the hardest point of any project mm-hmm. is just getting started. And whether or not you would ever get started on that versus another, starting another project is, again, if you can do it, awesome. I don't think I ever would. It, to be brutally honest, I don't think I ever would start that project. I would just lean into another new project of something yeah. which I've never done before. Um, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a weird one. Um, yeah, I, I I don't have an answer for it, but I'm curious to see what everyone else thinks. Yeah, uh, let us know either in the comments down below if you're on YouTube or if you want to come and join the discussion over on the Pickle Jar Discord. Uh, we have a discussions channel over there, as Elston mentioned, for everything that we talk about in the podcast. So come and join us over there and, and let's have a, let's have a chat about this because this is an interesting one and I'd like to see where everyone stands on it. Mm, right. Um, so that was the main topic for this week, and we are now on to thank God the snack attack section. <laughs> I've not eaten yet today, um, and I've been literally sat staring at this week's <laughs> snack attack snacks um and i'm very excited elston would you like to uh, introduce this week's snack attack uh, ladies and gentlemen for your sensual pleasure today we'll be putting sausages in our mouths <laughs> we are talking of obviously the most it's inf- not obvious it's not most, obvious the at most all. <laughs> infamous of british snacks the pepperami I mean, I wouldn't go that. I don't think it's the most infamous of British snacks. I think there are definitely more British snacks than pepperami. Yeah, I would possibly say it's the most infamous. You remember that really angry sausage that used to yell at people all the time? That yeah. that's, that's built into my psyche. That's that defines a Brit in my mind. If like these are uh, <laughs> these are these are fatter than I remember. Have you got a fat sausage? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, if you don't know what we're, what we're talking about, if you what? either live under a rock or apparently not in the not in the UK, well. right, pepperami is basically it's like what is it? It's like salami. I, I think so. Um, Let's have a look. Um, it is. Where's the bit on the packet where it says blah 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 blah? This is what it is. Um, just this is minced meat, and we pushed it together in a sausage. It's <laughs> pork. Uh, pork iodized salt. <laughs> Beechwood smoke. Yeah, don't keep on reading. There's far too many chemicals. <laughs> I mean, so right, so think there's pepperonis. They come in a couple of different flavors. There might be like some other random ones that someone's going to be like, oh well, in, in July 2007, you could buy a purple one or something <laughs> like. But generally, like they come in original, which is the green packet, mm-hmm. which is just your, your standard pepperoni. Right. They come in the red packets. Which I'm which scared are of. The, which are the which are the hot ones, and then I've not seen them for a while. But the pub that I used to work in when I was twenty-ish, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the pub that I used to work in sold uh, black pepper armies, which were even hotter. Um, they were amazing. Now <laughs> I haven't seen any of the black ones for a while, so I don't know if they still do them. I've not um, seen if them anyone, for a while. If anyone knows. Of where you can get them, if or anyone that knows where you can find them. a black sausage, 
drop us Please a link. Please tell me. <laughs> uh, because I absolutely love them. I love spicy food. Um, I suggested that we had the red ones. I did tell us and there was a right and wrong I'm, I'm color, a southerner. I don't need hotter things. You guys up north are cold all the time, so you need warm things. So, but in 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 a in a uh, a show of camaraderie with Elsa, <laughs> um, I'm starting off by eating the green one, and that's the one that we'll rate today. But you're going to have the pepperoni for breakfast, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I did buy myself um, a red one as well. Um, I also bought myself a pepperoni snack box, which is uh, four. Like just small bite-sized pepperonis, and then a load of loads of cubes of cheese it's in weird. a little tub. Yeah, I'm not sure. But today, before. today we're just rating the original uh, pepperoni. Before um, we get into the rating, do you find that the you know obviously the pepperoni comes inside the like the packet, and then you now have wait, to take, now you, wait, because, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm about to say, right? Yeah, this <laughs> might have to be like a, an additional rating system. Um, <laughs> For um, that we need to add on sensuality. I, I've, been, I've been not just that. I've been thinking about this for a while. Right. Um, I think we need to add on packaging to okay. our rating, right? Because, like, everyone always says, "Don't judge a book by its cover." What? Now, I disagree with that because if I see <laughs> something that's bright and colourful, that looks way interesting. <laughs> now, the packaging for a pepperoni. It's it's bold. It's bright. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got the the bright green, the bright red. It, it's pretty big, it, it, bold writing on it. It's like yeah, it Amorami. looks cool. But the main selling point to me, and I'm I'm probably going to disgust some people, <laughs> and I, I'm, but I'm also going to get some other people that go. I thought it was just me that was weird. <laughs> um, pepperoni comes in a little um, sheath. Shall we, <laughs> yes, shall we say that's it? So it comes it comes in a packet. And it all, but then like the the pepperoni itself comes wrapped in a sheath. Now, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna open up myself and make myself vulnerable here. Um, if if you once you finished eating your pepperoni, you just need <laughs> you need that extra bit of pepperoni flavour. <laughs> no, no, you, no, you can no. This the sheath that the pepperoni comes in is is saturated with pepperoni flavor. You can you can roll that up in a ball. You can suck on that. No, no, I... and that's it's like extra flavor even when you finish eating the snack. What is? Oh now, my god! I know that I am not the only one that does this. I know I'm not. What? That's... You don't suck on the packaging. <laughs> I absolutely do. That's like tearing over a packet of crisps at the end and then licking it. You do that as well, don't you? <laughs> so, how I eat crisps. You lick them. No, 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 no. But how I eat crisps, I eat the crisps until there's maybe between 10 and 20% of the crisps left. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then what I do is I scrunch the packet up until it's just dust. And then shove, like, and then, hold and up then, and it. And then, yeah, hold it up and empty it out. So that's, it's because yeah. I like to make sure that I get everything out of a packet of crisps. But do, do you then tear open the packet and lick the con- <laughs> like all the salt off the interior? It depends how hungry I am. <laughs> you need to be fed more. Dear Lord, stop Stop this sucking is me. on the packaging. This is me sucking on the packaging. So, I think... The, oh, God. Oh, no. Well, 
you, don't gonna... get, you can't do it for long, like 10, 20 <laughs> seconds, and then you've got the flavour off it. It's just, it's just, you know, sometimes when you finish eating a snack, you go, oh, I could just do with a little bit more of that. But you don't want to have another one of that snack because that's, that's too much. It's just that little bit of... A little bit extra that Pepperami gives you. Uh, (laughs) I wasn't going to go there. I was going to go on the unsheathing part of things and how sensual it is and possibly also a little bit disturbing because it's reminiscent of a certain activity as well. (laughs) (laughs) And it can be a little bit like, yeah, this is is a piece of meat and um, yeah. I'm about to eat. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I think I made it worse. Yeah, you 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 unsheathed and then ate and then sucked, and <laughs> oh, that was not where I thought it was going. Okay, right. So on that bombshell, <laughs> ratings. Right, where did we start? Um, hang on. Let me just get a piece of document. A piece of document. <laughs> a piece of document. A piece of pepperoni sheath. So I can suck on just it. So I can, just so I can write down the scores. Because I always forget to write down the scores and then I have to go back and listen to the podcast. Pepperami Sheath, the new gobstopper. Right. Snack attack ratings. Finger right. residue is the first one. It's not great. Oh, right. So, hang on. The sheath kind of obscures wait, stuff. Wait, wait, but... wait. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry, your mouth's full of sausage there. Mm-hmm. You're sucking on a sheath. No, I'm just eating my second pepperoni. <laughs> Sausage for breakfast. <laughs> I'm basically having a full English, but without bacon, egg, tomatoes, toast. You just have a, just having meat in your mouth. Yep, meat. Right, so in the mouth. I think we should rate packaging first. Okay, um, because that's the first thing you see. Right now, hang on. I've got to weigh in here a little bit first. Are you rating the packaging on the taste of the packaging or the like the appearance of the packaging? Because we've it now realized be <laughs> you don't eat the packaging normally, so we can't you really use that as a factor. No. <laughs> but I'm gonna rate I'm gonna rate the packaging as, as like <laughs> this packaging is gonna score really high because not only does it look good, but you can you can you can suck part of it and you get can, more flavour. Suck any packaging like that. You're not supposed to, but you can. Yeah, well, you don't do anything else apart from pepperamis. Elston, right? What What do you think of pepperami packaging? I think it's good. I I, I like it. It's compact. Um, it also, as well, like you don't have to like keep pepperami refrigerated. I think you probably be wise to, but you can keep it a fair old while before. It goes really quite bad because it's like quite contained. So I like packaging. I rate quite high. So I'm going to go with like, oh, I'm going to go with a, I'm going to go with an eight. The reason why I didn't go higher is because there's like two elements of packaging in it. And the sheath thing disturbs me and arouses me at the same time. So it's, um, it's throwing a conundrum into my brain. Okay, well, I'm going to go for a 10 out of 10. <laughs> because right. you can, not only does it look cool, you get, you get, it's like, you know, entertainment, unsheathing it. <laughs> and and you also get uh, extra flavour once you've finished eating your pepperoni, if you just want that little bit extra. I, I think you're going to need to eat breakfast next time we do snack attack, because I think you're rather aroused by this one. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that I'm giving it a ten out of ten for right. packaging. Go okay, for it. Okay, so ne- next cool. up is finger residue. Now it's, it's not great. Fi- yeah, the finger residue, it's not great for a pepper army. It is very oily. Yeah. Uh, we should have had the oil index for this one. Um yeah. but it, it's more it's it's not the it's yeah, it, it is oily both on the packaging and the pepper army itself. So yeah. it is one of those you you once you've eaten one, you you're probably wise to to you know, use it a wipe or something. Yeah. Um yeah, I, mean, I, w- I wouldn't say you need to go and wash your hands. It's not that extreme, but no. it's definitely like you know, just like a, 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 a I want to say baby wipe or something. Yeah, I mean, if you're really clever with the packaging and stuff like that, if you like pinch the tip, you can push the sausage out and not have to touch it and just put the entire sausage in your mouth. Like, if you, all, yeah, all you, I mean, yeah, te- technically you could. You can have the normal packet, tear that, like poke the 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 sheathed sausage out of the packet. Yep. And then push from the bottom whilst, like, you can do it without touching it, but at that point, that's it's way more fast than you need to go through. Yeah, you got to push push the meat out of the hole sometimes, and yeah, it'll yeah it makes things. So, more sense. what are you going to go with for finger residue contamination? Uh, uh, um, if like, if we were talking normally, you actually like hold on to it. I'd probably say maybe like a a four or a three. I, I'll go with I'll go with. I'm gonna go with three because it is like you do need to wipe your hands after you've eaten it, basically. With like, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go that low. I'm going with a, a five out of ten. Okay. Um, I don't think, I don't think it's that bad. Like, I mean, you, you, you probably wise to do give a wipe. I mean, you could just wipe it on your jeans or something. Like, it's not like gonna stain or anything like that. It is just a bit. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm talking more in a reference of obviously we're handling miniatures and stuff like that. And you, yeah, well, yeah. But yeah. again, you can just wipe it on your jeans and then it's gone. And it's like you don't need to go out your way to. Yeah, clean or anything, but yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, yeah. If you ha- do need to give it a wipe, so yeah, five out of ten from me. If you're happy with meat juice on your trousers, then yeah, you'd be fine. Uh, next up is uh, weight to chew ratio. Um, hmm, they go depends if you like swallowing <laughs> meat. I mean, because you can swallow that meat pretty easily if you want to. You can get a lot of it in your mouth. And so, the ones that you've got, does it say a bigger bite on the packet? No, I've just got like one of the like normal ones. Have you, so, you, mine says bigger bite. I bought them individually rather than like as a multi pack, which is like how they seem to come more often than not now. Hmm. Um, so, I'm not sure like if this is like a just because it's an individual one or if it's you know like when they started doing chocolate bars where you just got mm. two small chocolate bars instead of one big one yeah, like yeah. it does feel a bit shorter but it feels it's, it's got more girth um <laughs> so i'm i mean it's fairly it's not heavy but like you know you, it's got it's substantial how it's, much does it weigh it's, it's bordering uh, 28 grams so it's borderlining more on a full sausage how it's not I mean, it's not that thick how much does yours weigh uh, I've already thrown the packet in the bin. Um, oh, Elston. Sorry. I, 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 I jumped right down and launched it. Professional food reviewer. <laughs> I bet you didn't even suck it. I, I It took a, a couple of chomps and then it went down my hole. Brilliant. <laughs> I'll, hang on a second. I'll, I shall Google the average weight of a pepperami. <laughs> well, for uh, weight to chew... I'm going to go with a. I'm going to go with a seven. I think they're pretty good. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, they're, yeah. I'll, I'll go with you on a seven. 
Because um, they're like, I mean, they're not like overly chewy, but they do, they can last, you know, a decent amount of time considering how small they are. Yeah, it looks like the average one is uh, somewhere between 25 grams and 22.5 grams. But you also so get that, 28. Yeah, so you got proper chunks. Yeah. You can get the small ones, which are 10 grams. Um, but yes. Yeah. Get that okay, meat down so, your throat. So 7 out of 10 for weight to chew. Yeah. So finally, we are on to uh, mouthfeel, or whatever we <laughs> called it. Mouth. I can't remember what he called it. Uh, it mouthfeel? Ma- mouth uh, aggravation, wasn't it? Was that- I, I don't know. I'm just writing mouthfeel for now. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll write the correct one. When how how does up. it feel with the sausage in your mouth? How, how does it feel, Pickle? Because you've got a wider sausage in your mouth. How does the wide sausage feel in your mouth? I like um, pepperonis. I don't mind how they um, are when you eat them. Mm. Um, you know, they don't... They don't particularly, you know, like popcorn breaks down, you get bits stuck in your teeth, yeah, or yeah, yeah. some yeah, stuff makes you feel weird. You don't get too much of that with pepperoni. No. So, generally, it's quite a good experience eating a pepperoni. Mm. Um, just can't it's be- one thing as well, so you just bite off as much as you want yeah. in each, with each mouthful. Um, yeah, I'd say the only element might be, like, if you have, if you eat too many of them, the salt fact is going to be a bit of a thing but i don't really think that's if you eat excessive amounts of sausage then um, yeah you're going to get that anyway so all you sausage guzzlers it's uh pepperami <laughs> for example like if, if you if you were going to sit there and eat three pepperamis for breakfast like that's maybe a health concern yes um, it's that that's what you've just done right no <laughs> <laughs> so mouthfeel Elston, what are you giving it uh, I was going to say pretty high I'm going to say oh, I'm going to say because it can get a little bit stuck in your teeth I'll go 8 out of 10 8 out of 10 I think I'm there with you I'll go 8 out of 10 as well for yeah because they can they can do things which like bacon and sausages do sometimes sometimes they can get in your teeth but eh, yeah not so much okay so overall scores um, the finger residue thing is the only real thing that I think lets it down as a wargaming snack because I think mm-hmm. it's quite a good wargaming snack. It's mm-hmm. just the touching it. But we have talked about obviously, if you want to get that sausage in your gob, there are ways you can tease it out of its sheath and get it into your mouth without having to use your hands. So only the expert people can. I can't. No, this is <laughs> just give us a, just give us a number. And let's oh, move on. <laughs> let's let's go with eight. Let's go with eight. Yeah, eight out of ten. I'm right there with you. Eight out of ten. Um, <laughs> I think that's a very respectable score. Yeah, pepperoni. It's a good meat to put in your gob. Is that the new tagline? <laughs> <laughs> what did it used to be? It was like a wild uh, one or something. It was it was summit, uh, summit that salami. Like, uh, or t- it was something about a wild boy or one that fights back or something like that. Like, no, I, it was some. It was something like. Um, I know. I saying that. I think I'm getting mixed up with the catchphrase that was about 20 years ago <laughs> when I used to watch TV. A bit of an animal. Yeah, that's it. As a bit of an animal. 
What was it? What are the other slogans? Slogans for Pepper Army on slogan list. Yeah. Uh, get your teeth into a Pepper Army. Yeah. It's a bit of an animal. Uh, all pork, no bull. <laughs> uh, oh, do you, I forgot about this. Do you remember the noodles that they did with Pepper Army in? No. There I forgot noodles? they did them. Yeah, they're just like little, little chunks of Pepper Army. You know? Oh, that sounds heavenly. Yeah, yeah, they were really nice. Anyway, right. that was our snack attack for this week. Um, I hope you've enjoyed... How long did we? How long have we been doing snack attack? Like twenty minutes. Like uh, I feel like we've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, um, yeah we do like meat and our gobs. Yeah. Um, so if you've got any suggestions for <laughs> things that we can uh, eat slash suck on, <laughs> um, please leave them in the snack attack suggestions channel of, on Discord <laughs> or or in, or in the comments. Um, Please leave them. Uh, we will. We are working through all the suggestions, um, yeah, we'll, so we'll, we'll get to them eventually. Yeah. Um, I think we are going to end the episode there because mm. normally we do uh, story time, mm. and we have a topic that we want to talk about. We wanted to talk about it the last time, but then Elston was ill. Uh, mm. We went long on whatever we were doing before that, yeah. and the last two episodes have, came out yesterday for Stranger Things, so that the entire season is finished uh, now. Right. So, so we, uh, let's we'll do, do that next time. Yeah, on the next episode, in two weeks' time, we will talk about Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll leave it right at the end, and we'll put like time codes and stuff, just in case you don't want any spoilers. Yeah. Um, but, but that's what we're going to talk about for the next story time. Um, I think that makes more sense. Yeah. And, and also, this episode is also like, an hour and 10 minutes long already <laughs> yeah um so we'll um also as well because i know people might be getting a little bit mixed up because we've suggested a few different things as well eisenhorn and gasgall will be on the list for the weeks yes. coming after that because i've just yeah. finished gasgall and hopefully it might give pickle possibly an opportunity to look at eisenhorn in like a longer period of time but we'll see how things go i will um, give it a go yeah we'll we'll see we'll see so uh yeah, Eisenhorn and Gasgall. I think after Stranger Things will probably be Gasgall because we both read that one. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe with Gasgall, we might be able to get a special guest on. Here's Herpim. Yeah. Here's Herpim. Yeah, we'll leave that one in suspense because it's not fully confirmed, but we might have, mm-hmm. a, we might have a cool guest for that. Yeah. Um, so yeah that rounds out this week's episode thank you very much if you've made it all the way to the end Um, thank you very much for listening if you've enjoyed listening to us talk about uh, sausage and sucking on sheaths and (laughs) repainting miniatures uh, leave us a like leave us a review subscribe or follow or whatever it is you do on the platform that you're on Uh, and share us out with your nerd friends as well like if you if you think that we are entertaining I'd a, what's wrong with you? Uh, but B, um, share us out with other people that might also find us entertaining, and uh, let's see if we can let's see if we can grow a little bit more. Elston, thank you very much for joining me again. As always, where can people find you on the internet? So uh, you can find me at the nonsheathsuckers.com because I don't suck on sheaths. Like I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely curious to see if anyone else does that because I, I am. I will bet. I will bet you, right, and this is an actual bet, <laughs> like an actual solid bet, I will bet you five English pounds that we get at least one person say, 
Yeah, I do that as well. No, because there's there's a lot of weirdos in the world, and oh my oh, god, no so you're, not that, you're not you're not that confident, then are no, you? No, I, I, I'm just curious to see, see how, how many is. of them are. <laughs> um, if you want to find me, I'm on the uh, YouTube's under Elster Nation. If you want to find me on Facebook, there's Elster Nation's Minis. I'm on Instagram as well. Um, but if you also want to talk about uh, Board Games Anonymous and the podcast, head on over to the Pickle Jar Discord server. If you do at Elsa Nation, you should find me on there and I will try and respond. Uh, if you do ask something in there and you don't put the at thing and I don't respond, I do apologize. Social media these days is a minefield in its own right. So uh, I do apologize if uh, people have asked questions. I've not responded because mainly there's so much going on in life that I, yeah, unless someone taps me on the shoulder i tend i've got other things to do basically so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's where they can find me how about yourself oh capitan uh you can find me uh generally looking at any shiny surface uh just so i can see uh, how good i look uh, but no, in all serious, with my with my flowing locks uh, now you can find me over on my youtube channel the pickle jar uh which i put videos out on usually every couple of weeks um I also live stream on my live stream channel, Pickle Vision. I live stream every Wednesday evening and every other Sunday morning uh, where we do painting, building, just general miniature discussion. Um, so you can pop over and find me on there. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, all the places. Um, yeah, all the links and stuff will just be in like video descriptions and stuff like that. Or the best place to get in contact with me and join in with the gang is over on the Discord server. Uh, again, link for that down below, and uh, we'll be happy to have you. Mm-hmm. So there we go. That is another episode over and done with. Mm. Uh, I hope you're all very well. I hope you enjoy the rest of whatever day it is that you're listening to this on, mm-hmm. and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now. And now we need to finish the podcast in the most dramatic way anyone can finish a podcast. I'm just going to suck on this meat sheath. Dear Lord, I'm not sure if to be aroused or disgusted. Yes. Yes.